it's been a long time since been we've a, been in your ears. <laughs> yep. Like something like a year, probably. Yeah. Almost. Very close to it. Yeah. Um, if you don't remember, this is a podcast where we talk about uh, queer film, free queer films, uh, queer women with the next in films. Yeah. See, it's been so long that I, I forget. What I mean, not that we ever really said it correctly. <laughs> <laughs> we we never really, really had, good. we didn't have like an actual tagline, I don't think. Yeah, just incredibly. We just inclusive. watch queer movies like women slash femmes yeah. oriented I, usually. Yeah, inclusively yeah. defined. Exactly. Oh. Yes, you're right. We did inclusively like defined. That. I forgot about that. S- something like that you know i think we will research our own podcast next time (laughs) it's a good idea we'll get it um (laughs) so obviously a ton has happened um Mm -hmm. since we last recorded we stopped because of you know the global pandemic um (laughs) and which we happen to be in the epicenter of yes here in seattle so fun fun. not anymore Um, but in the beginning it was yeah, all you suckers are affected now. Whoops. Mm, um, <laughs> it's not our fault. It's not our fault. It truly uh, isn't. No, it's not. <laughs> um, so basically everything shut down here. And I think when we were going to record, basically, we just couldn't anymore because all yeah. the libraries were closed. Right. So we were like, okay, we have to figure out a way for this to work. And then, mm-hmm. you know, nine months later. <laughs> here, here we, we here figured we it out. <laughs> we figured it out. Yep. Um, so yeah what's been going on with you oh well I'm not sure um time as for everyone time has become a very amorphous thing that I don't know about anymore um I moved actually I moved house in July um and I've been working kind of a lot I have um yeah you have I don't know like it was weird. I was really nervous because I'm freelance and um, I was nervous in the beginning that like all the freelance budgets were just going to dry up and no one was going to hire anyone to do freelance work anymore. But I have had a surprisingly busy year. Um, I've been doing a lot of like interviews with people. I got to interview Megan Rapino a few yeah. weeks ago, which was very cool. Yeah. Um Man, I've talked to so many cool people. I don't know. <laughs> That's been definitely maybe the only highlight of this year. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. I don't remember how this happened, but my girlfriend and I, um, we love to uh, read the Sunday paper together. Mm-hmm. And I think I was like reading something and I was like, oh, Sarah would really enjoy this. And then <laughs> and I wrote Sarah, that <laughs> <laughs> and I you like, texted me and you were like you wrote this I thought you would like this book but like you're the one who wrote this <laughs> so yeah I was like a book recommendation mm-hmm. and then you already read it yeah. for <laughs> and for pleasure I'm sure but you yeah. know um yeah so I thought that was super funny because I'm sure it's one of those things where I'm sure you told me that was like being in the Seattle times yeah um I might have I also might not have I've been doing a lot for them this year which is cool um I've even done like a little bit of like culture reporting for them which is awesome um so yeah they've been um mostly it entails calling people emailing people and like writing about some kind of story so like one was um a bunch of Washington authors and small presses were on the long list for the National Book Award. Mm. And so I did like a story about that where I talked to different authors and I talked to some representatives from the publishers um, and stuff like that. Um, I think I did a piece about Pride back in June, like Seattle Pride and how it was going digital, um, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, Yeah. What's been up with you? Um. So, I mean, I know, but yeah, my listeners you know. don't know. <laughs> so as you might hear throughout this, um, this call, this recording, this episode, right? That's the word I'm talking about. <laughs> um, I moved in with my girlfriend uh, back in May. Um, 
after we were just gonna like you know have a fun quarantine together that turned into a global <laughs> pandemic um and then we were like hey this is like really cool being together all the time let's make it a fish so, <laughs> um I moved in and she has two children so now I also have two children so um, you're very good with them thank you so you might hear them um in the background sometimes they are super sweet um and hilarious and I love them so much I am definitely loving becoming a parent Um, it's something that obviously has been like a huge curve um for me because working with kids is something that I've always done um you know it was one of my first jobs ever Mm -hmm. is working with kids um and I'm a teacher so I've always been around the youth (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's why you're so cool because um, you keep uh, up with the youth culture hip hip and yeets right dabs <laughs> um <laughs> so um yes I have a son and a daughter now which is fun yay <laughs> um and you might hear them because I'm at home and they're at home and everyone's at home yes I'm at home too <laughs> you might even hear kids in the background of my audio probably not but um I do not have children but I do live in a basement apartment in a house of a family who has two kids with youth (laughs) and honestly I used to be a nanny and I fucking hated being a nanny but (laughs) I really appreciate being around like young people like small children because well they're not that small they're like probably nine and 11 something like that uh I actually don't know how old they are something like that um but it's just like nice because it reminds me that like people are alive around me and like have energy and are having like a good time sometimes (laughs) yeah absolutely I I have to be honest yeah you were one of the people when we started in this pandemic that I was like oh gosh like I really worry about people that live by themselves yeah it's so easy to spiral Oh my God. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm still spout rolling. <laughs> but in a cool way, no. But um, <laughs> I have like a nice reminder that there are people around me. Yeah, there are more things to ground you, I mm-hmm. feel like. Um, yeah, and for me, I think the the coolest thing and the most grounding thing, I guess, throughout this pandemic while also, you know, becoming a parent um, was that you know, learning how to explain things to kids in a way that Mm. doesn't scare them because Mm -hmm. there's a lot of information out there where it's just, you know, scare tactics. Oh, Um, for sure. So having, giving them the facts in a, an easy way. Yeah. yeah. So in addition to becoming a parent, I also um, am now unemployed it's a good thing Um, because your job sucked (laughs) um yeah sorry um maybe I shouldn't say that in case they listen to this (laughs) it's okay it was something that I like I had grown out of and um my girlfriend and I are going to move soon and basically you know I had said you know I'm going to be moving soon and Mm -hmm. they were like great when do you leave and I was like oh okay um (laughs) so that was awesome yeah Um, great but yeah so I'll be moving too which is fantastic I'll be moving moving farther north Mm -hmm. um so we'll you know do this digitally you know for the foreseeable future anyway so why not Mm -hmm. um so yeah we're gonna try to keep this going um it's something that I've missed so much since I feel like I bug you like every couple of weeks like I know and I know (laughs) I really have missed this too though um and it's only because I can't keep my life organized that I don't always respond to those things my well I feel like for me too it was something that I couldn't think about it's like yeah Yeah, but I I can't think about it right now I have I have too many other things and now that you know I am settling in despite like moving in 10 days Mm -hmm. you know I still feel like settled (laughs) I'm like yeah Yeah. I can handle that (laughs) yeah so plus um this is a good segue because we are like we have the perfect movie to come back with in fact we talked about this movie like 
I feel like it was in 2018 when they like announced it the end of 2018 maybe I do remember you saying I remember us in a library I think I had a whiteboard behind me yep (laughs) and you were like Clay Duvall is directing a lesbian film and I was like and but it had Kristen Stewart that was the thing I was like this is a lesbian Christmas movie with Kristen Stewart and it's directed by Clay Duvall who I have more mixed feelings about Clay Duvall than I do about Kristen Stewart I am a full-on Kristen Stewart stan this is no secret Stand very loud about this. Trademarked. Yeah, exactly. Sarah anyway, in case you don't know, <laughs> I've been living under a rock. Today we're talking about happiest season. Yeah, I'm dabbing. Two years later, she is dabbing. She's very good. <laughs> <laughs> I am not dabbing. <laughs> but I have a neck injury at the moment, so that's my <laughs> Hashtag old. Uh, <laughs> yes old so fragile so falling apart yeah so I um I finally saw this movie like two days ago um which I find hilarious because I watched it like the second it came out and then I watched it like four more times yeah um spoiler alert having kids like really yeah, tires right. you out that's right also like I, I usually I usually went to bed at like nine um, <laughs> so I'm like oh they just went to bed uh time for me to go to bed too um Fair. so there's that yeah. <laughs> um but that's yeah true. I'm so excited to see this movie I wanted to see it last week but I had like other obligations so I couldn't I have a question. Did you yeah. read any of the discourse around it before you watched it? I tried not to. Yeah. Hard the to avoid. Things, People yeah, are very loud about this movie. I, yes. And I feel like there's reason to be. Oh, for sure. So, so the things that I found out were uh, Abby's girlfriend sucks and she <laughs> should be with Riley. Riley? Yeah. That's that like is, basically all I knew going into it. I mean, and that's the biggest consensus, I think, yeah. around this movie. Yeah, I do agree. <laughs> and I agree too, 100%. So, yeah, that was one of those things where I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was the biggest thing, but I try not to look up anything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah, not so like I, anything earth shattering happens in it, it's not like there's any twists really. No, not really. I was, you know, pleasantly surprised by it. I felt like it was, I felt like it was, I feel, I would watch it again. Yeah. Let's put it that way. And you clearly have. I so. have. <laughs> I was saying before we started recording that my excuse is that my only exercise right now is that I get on my bike trainer. And in order to get on my bike trainer, I have to motivate myself by watching something while I'm on my bike trainer. And so I've chosen this movie several times. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty like cheesy in a great way like it's such a Christmas movie yeah you know um so it's super cheesy and very cheesy I would say though like the more I watch it the sadder it makes me I feel like yeah um even though I will I still enjoy it like on balance I like it more than I dislike it which I know is not true for a lot of people Um, I think a lot of that boils down to the fact that all I wanted in my life and like I'm pretty desperate for things that are gonna make me feel good right now (laughs) so all I wanted in my life was to see Kristen Stewart be cute and gay like just hella gay and cute in the movie and she is that in this thank god and so I was just really happy about that I think the first time I watched it I wasn't even really absorbing anything else that was going on like plot wise I just kind of Mm -hmm. was like I'm here for case too and there she is and also I really liked the dynamic between her and Dan Levy that was so good and also between her and Riley oh my gosh I love Schitt's Creek so much (laughs) I can't even explain so um that was one of the quarantine binges that I did um and it was so funny because I was like, I'm going to finish the last season because I haven't gotten to it yet. And then my girlfriend was like, I haven't seen it yet. So it was like, perfect time to start from the beginning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually so, really didn't like Schitt's Creek until like two and a half seasons in. I, I would agree with you. Yes. Which I'm surprised I stuck with it that long. It took, I like took long breaks between watching it because I just couldn't handle the roses. Like, oh God, but uh, eventually 
somehow the humor clicked with me and so the last two seasons I really liked but yeah for me it was like suddenly I'm halfway through you know season two and I'm like kind of am empathic to these people I know it's surprising you're like but but they suck ass (laughs) but I love them yeah um yeah so basically Dan is it Levy or maybe it's Levy it might be Levy Levy Dan Levy basically is playing himself slash his character from Schitt's Creek Mm -hmm. David yeah (laughs) I couldn't remember the name David you David (laughs) (laughs) I like forgot his name and I was like who says it again (laughs) everyone um yes so happiest season yeah holiday film Mm -hmm. good um amazing cast amazing cast I also found out funny side fact Victor Garber who plays Harper's dad is gay I I didn't know that that. what I feel like I knew that but I'm not 100% certain but and I'm sure you can relate to this all I can see in him is Titanic yes so I just like (laughs) the original gay film (laughs) (laughs) the film is about femme and a masculine of center <laughs> yeah woman or non- <laughs> non-binary person yeah. yes. <laughs> yes um i still love that movie suck it um <laughs> <laughs> you're not alone yeah and i just i just think of victor gerber's sad face in the dining room while everything is just yeah. like falling apart and he's like this shit oh, so sad and then Anyway, in this movie, he plays a conservative politician guy. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's, oh yeah, he's mayor? Running for mayor? He's running for mayor. I think he was like a councilman. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Like that scene where they're at the party um, where he's making that speech and Mm. like Abby and Harper are like brushing hands the way the gays do. Um, (laughs) when you're listening to his speech it's like just full of right-wing dog whistles it's like really disturbing actually but they never really address that it's that's the thing like Harper's family is supposed to be super conservative but at the same time they're like supposed to be sympathetic and like in the end when everyone like reveals all their secrets like Harper's a lesbian, Sloan's getting a divorce, like all these things that don't really make sense to be like big deals. I feel like even, mm-hmm. I don't know. Then no, suddenly they're see, like liberal or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so, they live in this mansion that I don't know how they got all that money, yeah. but it made me really laugh at the end when Jane was like, don't worry. When I publish my book, I'll take care of all of us. And I was like, oh, honey. You don't make that much money publishing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right, sweetie. Not good. It's not gonna, um, it's not gonna pay for this mansion. <laughs> yeah, I I agree with you in that. Mm-hmm. I think the first time, the only time I watched it, I was kind of just like I was enjoying Case Do. Yeah, being gay in a film. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there was a lot about this film that I was like, this is so unrealistic. But I'm mm-hmm. also like. I don't know if it's supposed to be. I mean, like, it is. It's true. I mean, it definitely fits the, like, going home for Christmas. Yes, movie stereotype. Right, exactly. Hallmarky kind of deal. Um, So, like, the first thing that stood out to me was their apartment. Um, Abby and Oh, I know. It's, like, this beautiful apartment. She's a grad student, and the other one's a writer. Like, you don't live in that nice apartment. It's, like, two floors. (laughs) Yeah, she's a dog sitter or pet sitter. And I was like, that's an unrealistically nice apartment. It's a town. Well, she doesn't do that for her job though. She's a PhD student. True. Um, which yes, you're, you can still. get paid for, or you always get paid for. I don't know. Um I'm not You definitely can. Here. I'm not sure if you always do. Yeah, you I think we can, can safely assume that she does, but you're not gonna be like making bank. Hello bank. <laughs> yeah. Um 
neither will so, you do that as a reporter for a newspaper which is what Harper yeah is. so it was just kind of like okay but then they roll up to the house Harper's oh house and you're like oh okay that's how she got this apartment because her parents yeah. are loaded <laughs> yeah um which I feel like is not really discussed no in the film and it's something that really bothered me I focused mm-hmm. a lot on the like socioeconomic money mm-hmm. thing when mm-hmm. watching this film I mean it's um, pretty in your face I like couldn't stop yeah it, like I think it stopped me from enjoying it I, I enjoyed it but like enjoying it more because I was just like this is so blatant that yeah. it was I don't know it was, it was very over the top it didn't even need to be that that yeah. like over I feel like I don't know yeah I feel like it was for me anyway not that it was you know it was just like pulling focus Mm -hmm. I feel like Mm -hmm. um because I feel like the biggest thing so the whole conflict is that Harper wants Abby to come to Christmas at her parents house but Harper is not out to her parents so Mm -hmm. Abby has to be gay best friend yeah not even gay best friend best friend straight best friend straight best friend (laughs) which honestly when I saw the trailer and I saw that that was going to be the plot I was like "Mm, I don't like this I don't I'm like I it's not that I'm against I still don't also yeah I also still don't (laughs) like that um I'm not against coming out stories it's just Mm -hmm. that there's literally like nothing else yeah and it still annoys me that like that was the thing even though and the thing is like I think that was supposed to lend to like some of the humor and in some ways it did like there was that scene where um I think her name's Tipper the mom she asked Abby um like do you have a boyfriend and she was like no and then she was like but I I have because I have had many and I thought like that was a like, amount <laughs> right I thought that was a funny scene like Kristen Stewart's really funny she has like yeah. this funny like dry kind of humor um but at the same time like that kind of humor only goes so far and it's actually like the balance of this conflict was actually really traumatic yeah. and it was like very sad yeah especially as the like... movie went on because Harper was just like treating Abby so badly and like time after time she just kept like breaking her heart time after time meanwhile Abby is just like being so patient and like so understanding and it gets to the point where you're like why are you even with this person yeah like because yeah in the beginning you like um Abby's talking to John her mm -hmm. uh gay best friend that's my favorite scene when they're together in the beginning and he's like um you're going to trap her into a heteronormative yeah. you know, uh, scenario. She's not a rice cooker. You don't get yes. to call on her. Blah, he was blah, blah. just telling the truth. He Which was just is telling so the funny. Truth. <laughs> yeah, it was a thousand percent accurate and yeah. like so funny. I was, I was definitely there for it. Yeah. Um, But it's kind of like, uh, so Abby wants to propose to Harper, but as you go through the whole movie, I'm mm-hmm. like, what the fuck is there to propose to? Yeah. Like, she's a total jerk. Yeah, because um, like you can still, like, you don't have to be out to still treat her as like respect. a human. And yes, exactly. Yeah, she or just like, kept ignoring her, ditching this, her. Yeah, the simple fact that it's like, no, like I kind of want to hang out with my my friend oh in my the God. same room together. Why yeah. can't we be in the same room together? Like, why is that such a big deal? Like, why? Yeah. I, the fact that she just didn't even. S- stick up for her at all mm-hmm. that Harper didn't stick up for Abby at all so she didn't act like she wanted to be around her I she agree. just wanted to be around her friends and her ex-boyfriend inexplicably yeah. I just like didn't understand yeah and she was totally fine with um either her friends or the ex-boyfriend or her family saying like well you know Abby's not you know she doesn't fit into this scenario so mm-hmm. you know you're gonna go without her I'd be like no this Mm -hmm. is Christmas like this is so yeah part of the I want to touch upon a couple of things about the coming out um Mm -hmm. stuff because I I agree with you that like I love a coming out story but I do think it is really overdone for Mm -hmm. movies so number one number two I hate that the way the way in which Mm -hmm. it was um I guess that it was made a conflict. 
yeah. because, and I, I did a lot of thinking about this because it's like, I feel like most people were like, if I were Kristen Stewart, not Kristen Stewart, if I were Abby, <laughs> Either one. Were, we know who you're talking about. Same. If I were Abby in that movie, like there's no way I would have dumped Harper's ass like easily. Um, but for me, it's like, I would have dumped her because she's a jerk, mm-hmm. not because she's not out. Yeah. Um, because I can totally understand that. And I think it really bugged me that Harper wasn't out, not because I think that you should be living loud and proud all the time, but because I don't think she actually had anything to lose. I agree. I really don't. Yeah. (laughs) So the fact that they were making it a conflict when there Mm -hmm. is absolutely like literally nothing for her to lose. She can't get kicked out of her house. She can't like lose any financial stability. It's just like, she she, might have to move to a different place. I don't know. Well, so, I mean, there was that speech at the end when Abby finally did like sort of break up with her and then they were like down in that basement bedroom and Abby was like packing to leave. And she said that she was, a- Harper said she was afraid to lose her parents. And I think she meant like in her life, but I, but I, think so I didn't too, really though. understand because she was like, I mean, I do get that because you love your parents, like no matter what, even if they're shitty. Um, and they were shitty. <laughs> the parents yeah, were shitty. Then suddenly they did like a 180 and they were like totally fine. I don't know. But anyway, um, yeah, I agree. Like the fact, okay, the fact that like when she was outed, which is another part of the storyline that, that really bothered awful. me. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, we can talk about that. But when she was finally outed to her family and her parents took like less than 12 hours to just be like this is fine we love you how you are yeah it's like the mom the mom (laughs) like both the parents were like the fact that you're gay is not a big deal it's the fact that you felt like you had to hide it from us that was the sad Mm -hmm. part which is like yes that's the correct answer (laughs) good job parents yeah um but yeah I felt like it was just like over I don't know because I don't want to say because I'm coming from a perspective of someone who is not close to their parents Mm -hmm. um I talk to them on like a quarterly basis um you know I come from an abusive emotionally abusive household like they I can't make more room for them in my life than I do so it's really easy for me to say something like she has nothing to lose because all I'm thinking of is like economic stuff so it's like right it's not just gonna get kicked out of her house or killed or anything like that mm-hmm. so for me it's you know I compartmentalize in that way so I mean I'm, I tried to bring myself back to when I was 18 and telling my parents that I was gay mm-hmm. how did I feel I was terrified but yeah I'm not really sure why you know <laughs> I feel the I same I thought I would lose them too but yeah well I mean and that comes back to my other favorite scene um which is at the end when I think his name's John Dan Levy's character John yes. he has that speech about um, how everyone has to come out like on their own on their own time their own terms even though yeah. Harper didn't get to come out on her own terms because her sister outed her um, and how like that moment's really terrifying because no matter what happens you can't take it back you can't take it back mm-hmm. and I mean you could try I guess but you really can't because like once you've said just it kidding. just want to see what your reaction was yeah. like <laughs> and like I grew up in a family that um, I knew they weren't going to reject me for being queer, but I also was really afraid of being like seen as other within that Mm. family because Mm. um, no one else I knew besides my aunt, who's like somehow the black sheep of the family. I still don't understand why she's the only other queer relative that I know of. And then you have that association of like, exactly, they don't, they don't and like I didn't want sheep. right, and I yeah. didn't want my family to feel like I also didn't want them to feel like I'd been lying to them or that like um, I didn't trust them or just all these things like that was so worried about what other people would feel or think about it, even though I knew it wasn't because like I was worried about my own safety or anything like that. I mean, I didn't come out till I was in my like mid twenties. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, like, I still just felt like they wouldn't be able to understand and it would put up this like barrier between us. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I knew they would still love me and treat me like in the same way that they'd been treating me, I just was yeah. like worried that it would change the way they saw me or like, um, yeah. they just would feel confused or not be able to understand. And I think to a certain extent that's true, but I mean, since then, now I'm getting like into therapy mode. (laughs) Now this (laughs) podcast is my therapy. (laughs) But since then I've like talked to my mom a lot about like, um, I don't know, just about like queer identity. And and she always says like, I actually asked her the other day because I was thinking about how like in retrospect, I think this is true for a lot of queer people, like in retrospect, I was such a gay kid and like, I can't believe I didn't see it. (laughs) And I asked her, I was like, did you know? Or like, did you suspect that I was queer in any way? And she was like, well, all I remember is that you only wanted to shop in the men's section of the Gap. And so I I think I thought about it, but like, I didn't really think about it like hard. (laughs) And I was Mm. like, oh, okay. Well, obviously I yeah. thought about this a lot more than she did. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Aww. I got off track, but how did we get there? Well, parents coming out. Parents, yeah. parents' perception, right? Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think the biggest thing, cause I'm trying to sympathize and empathize mm-hmm. with Harper as much as I can. It gets um, harder and harder as the movie goes on. Yeah, just in this like isolated moment when she says, I'm afraid of losing them. I, mm-hmm. I guess I, part, part of a way I feel like she might think that is just your parents treating you differently or yeah. reacting differently. Mm-hmm. And I think because, um, you know, even the most well-intentioned parents, they want to support their child, mm-hmm. um, but they may overthink it. So yeah. instead of like saying oh my gosh, isn't he so cute? Or like so-and-so is single, you know, and yeah. like a male, a male is single, blah, right. blah, blah. Um, they feel like they have to edit the way that they talk naturally. And I think that is what some parent or some kids um, who are close to their parents feel. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't want this to be any different. I, I don't want them to be so calculated around me. Yes, that's a really good way of articulating it. And I- yeah. I feel that way about like, or I did feel that way. I don't really anymore, but Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't want them to feel so calculated and, you know, planning every move around me and everything that they say, Mm -hmm. I want it to be as normal as it always has been. It's just that like, I want them to ask, you know, oh, like what's your type or, you know, something Mm -hmm. like that, just have it flow off. But if you, I feel like if kids feel any like, um awkwardness from their parents they're like oh uh, yeah shut it down shut it down (laughs) (laughs) that's so true that's a really common response I feel like yeah so I'm in that way I can understand but the part that I think is completely unforgivable was you know basically the rest of Harper's attitude (laughs) yep (laughs) agree (laughs) oh man however it did lead to some great scenes between Kestu and Aubrey Plaza Oh my gosh. So, and the thing is like, I, everyone wants them to end up together and like, I wouldn't be upset about that. But I also found that one of the things I liked the most about this movie was the queer friendship. Like I'm honestly more interested in queers being friends with each other than like romantic drama. Yeah. And so I I liked that they were friends too. I don't know. Yeah. Not that I would be sad if they like became a couple (laughs) because they're both really cute and whatever, but yeah. yeah but it's one of those things where it's like they needed or rather Abby needed support yeah Riley didn't really need that much support she was fine <laughs> but Riley was like the finest of everyone <laughs> yeah she's just like yeah I'm here for holidays for Christmas yeah, um, yeah bye. I'm just Abby Plaza and I'm too cool for all of you <laughs> yeah oh so like I love Parks and Rec um I don't love Abby Plaza but um <sighs> this was just because she's done some like outlandish things has she really um, like what i guess i don't really know that much about her i don't actually remember but I okay remember like that i'll have to google well later um but this time was like the first time that i was like 
I actually find her very attractive. Mm-hmm. Like this is some, she should rock a pantsuit more often. That's oh, what I'm yes. saying. And Kristen Stewart <laughs> should also rock a pantsuit more often. Oh my God. The whole movie, I kept going, I'm going to bleach my hair tomorrow. <laughs> that's it. I'm bleaching it. I'm <laughs> and I'm going to put the bobby pins on one side. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought to do my hair that way. I was like, actually, that's really classy. I also so thought like, like maybe I should grow my hair out so that it's more like that length and then I can like look like Kristen Stewart. It's really because it's just like a simple classy thing because mm-hmm. I'm always like I always put it behind my ears mm-hmm. and it's like oh well it looks like more like well you know planned and intentioned if you just like put a bobby pin. <laughs> so true. <laughs> it's like ooh you're fancy now. Yes I am. My but also texted me. I love the um, bleach. Yes. Anyway. And my friend texted me, um, we were texting back and forth while we were watching it. And she was like, Kristen Stewart can really pull off like the bleach blonde with the dark roots. Only a legitimately hot person can do that. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. That's so funny because I was this like, this is a straight friend. She's I was like, queer. I'm like, I'll, I'll keep my dark roots. Like I definitely yeah. want to do that. And I'm like, but you're a legitimately hot person. Well, tr- oh, thanks. <laughs> I just, I just looked across the camera. We should release this anyway. as a video. <laughs> Please no. We'll start a YouTube no. channel. <laughs> and fans. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, the hair. I'm like, could I pull it off? I don't know. I am only an one way to blonde. find out. You are. I am, but not that. Like dark, a little bit darker than yours. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, I'm pretty blonde. Yeah. So, like, but then again, I just dyed my hair recently, and I dyed it like basically black. It looks um, really good. Thanks. And when it was coming in, it was kind of brown, so maybe it has changed. I haven't mm-hmm. seen my like real hair color in full for about eight years now. So wow. that's a mystery. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, I think it's gotten darker. So anyway, mm. I was hella jealous of her whole style. Me I too. I was dying the whole time. I was like, <laughs> I want to pull that out. Pull that off. <laughs> pull that out. What? <laughs> I mean, I was still also in the perpetual confusion of like, do I want to be you or do I want to be with I you? Wanna... I think it's yeah. both. You can I mean have both. both. I can have both. You can have the best of both worlds as Miley Cyrus has to- taught us. <laughs> speaking of a non-gay who like take it slow appropriated gay culture (laughs) anyway we don't have to go down that path Um, i'm not educated i'm not educated enough to go down that path but i don't i don't think i am (laughs) shouldn't have brought it i I have to do some more research then then get back to me (laughs) um okay so the fashion was on point on point everyone looked really good everyone i love jane's fashion as well jane precious baby she's another darling of the film yeah she's i think my maybe my number one favorite character she's She's my number one favorite hetero character for sure (laughs) oh yeah for sure i guess yeah if we have to put it that way hetero character for sure jane because she is so weird and i (laughs) So it was so true. At, we're at the end and her painting gets smashed. That was heartbreaking. And I like, because I didn't really like react. I was like, you know, when it got smashed. But when she said like, and you treated it like it was nothing. Yeah. I was like, that's so true. Like, Suddenly you're crying. <laughs> like imagine if you spent a hundred hours on something and someone like destroyed it. And I'd it be was like, a beautiful painting. The woman really who nice. got it was like, what is this? It's so weird. And I was like, what are you talking about? That's beautiful. It's Main Street, you asshole. Yeah, seriously. You can't. <laughs> I mean, even I know it's Main Street. And like, I don't, I don't live in this world of this film. I thought um, Alison Bree's character um, of the bitchy sister, Sloan, yeah. um, she was giving me hella Allison vibes from Orphan Black. Oh my god, yes. The hair, mostly. The hair. Also it's kind like, of like the hyper productivity. Like Yeah. Oh, when I love I, <laughs> I know we know this. It's anyway. <laughs> One of my favorite things that and that reminded me of her that reminded me 
of Allison so much mm-hmm. was when they're talking about the baskets and they're referring to them as like vessels yes and things like that Me I was like too. that's such an Allison thing to say well even in the show in Orphan Black they like she and Donnie like had a whole soap business and they put them in like, oh, yeah. little boxes it really was it was super Allison vibes I can't believe I didn't even <laughs> able one. and I was just like oh my god she was like when he thinks we're great goop picked us up <laughs> it sounds like now that I'm in the thick of like applying for jobs it sounds like every fucking resume I've ever checked in my life it's like responsible for managing the production of blah, blah. Yeah. And it's like I did I I made worksheets or whatever just <laughs> like you know but you have to put it in like a very yeah appealing <laughs> way for um sure. which I just I thought that was hilarious Allison Brie like perfect for that role I feel like she did so good yeah she was such an asshole such a bitch like it was amazing honestly shocking at the end like they're so Harper and um Sloan when they interacted all of their interactions were kind of shocking because it's like you're literally in your late 20s early 30s and and you have a sibling rivalry and you're acting like nine-year-olds yeah this whole time and then at the end when they got into that major fight like racing each other to tell their parents in the middle of this huge party with like big donors or whatever for her dad's campaign they were like rushing to scream out each other's secrets Mm -hmm. I was just like what the fuck are you doing yeah I was like this is not and they're fighting with each other like hitting each other with things I was like you are grown women yeah like get it together (laughs) yeah I was I was not really about that part and it was one of those things where I felt like um the writers you know they have this conflict and it's kind of like that's what you get when you have like kind of a cheap conflict yeah you have like that's a good way of putting it you know Mm -hmm. you need to have a cheap falling action resolution shit yeah it's just kind of like uh, I don't know like yeah it wasn't realistic but it also wasn't very None interesting. Of this was realistic. Sorry, what? Yeah, it was well, it wasn't very entertaining for me either. No, me either. Like, I was stressed is, out watching it, honestly. I was like, this is a little much. Like, yeah. this is and then when she's sad. It was really sad. sad. And then <laughs> the thing that really broke me was when Sloan was like, Harper's a lesbian. And then Harper was like, She's lying. And then Kristen Stewart's face just face like, in the background. I was like, Oh my god, you're such a bitch look what you did to your girlfriend <laughs> yeah so that's sad. when I was like that's when I was like yeah you're definitely over yeah in my book this is you're done yeah me too. <laughs> I was like that's the last straw mm-hmm. there were so many straws you had so many and that was the so very very last one <laughs> I gave you reusable ones <laughs> and you still shat on them man. <laughs> <laughs> um I love there's one line where oh gosh who is it sloan she says stay out of this sappo i know that was funny i mean it was like terrible but yeah which i was like like kristen stewart's reaction was i keep calling her kristen stewart i should just call (laughs) abby which is her character's name but she (laughs) she looked i mean okay first of all abby's party outfit was so oh my god the v-neck yes like like the blazer the blazer the like unbuttoned I was like, first of all, she's the gayest I've ever seen her. I've I've ever seen anyone. She's just really, really gay. And there's nobody at this party that doesn't know that because she's dressed. Right? I was like, yeah, try to, yeah. Staring at Harper. Um, Hanging out with the only lesbian in the room. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good scene too between her and um, Riley where Riley was like talking about her parents. Um, keeping up the charade of like her believing in Santa Claus which I'm pretty sure was supposed to be a euphemism for like um, her being straight yeah her parents just wanting to keep up the charade of her being straight but Abby wasn't listening (laughs) (laughs) and the whole time she has this candy cane that she's like sucked down into like a point so it looks like a shit Which is such an Aubrey Plaza thing to such do. An Aubrey like, Plaza I know thing that that was that was Aubrey Plaza. <laughs> that was not Riley. <laughs> Riley would like, you know, just have it naturally. She's like, I'm gonna stab someone with this. Yeah. <laughs> um 
Uh, how did yeah. we get there? Kristen so, Stewart looked hot in that outfit was the point. Yeah, I, I need to, I want to pull that off for sure. Oh, who doesn't? I don't know. Also, I kind of just want to look at her in that outfit like constantly for the rest of my life. <laughs> I you can saw do that. Artic- I know I can. The problem is that picture that's it actually next a problem. To your bed. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> um, I saw this article yesterday about Kristen Stewart. It was like Coco Chanel had a fashion show in Paris. Oh my God. And Kristen Stewart <laughs> was the only person there. Yeah, I'm assuming because of Kristen COVID. Stewart. No, it was for her. I, I don't believe. understand. I like Coco read the Chanel article and it was like... all about how Twilight, like it was about how the outfits would be like fit in Twilight in the Twilight costume universe. That whole article in the cut was just about, and I was like, what am I reading? <laughs> oh, so was it recent? Yeah, or was it? No, it was. Then why the fuck are they talking about I Twilight? don't know. People don't know. are never over Twilight. That's true. They Accurate. never are. My daughter just got into it and I have to like <laughs> feign like I care. Um, sorry. I used to watch those I'm movies just... with my sister. Um, she, lost. My sister read the books. She was never like a big Twilight person, but she did read all the books and we went to see all the movies in the theater. <laughs> and that was one of my secret gay things yeah. that I did because I truly was only, I mean Kristen Stewart's been a thing for me for a really long time yeah like since before Twilight yeah it's hard not to I know um, anyway so I'm not really dogging on anyone that likes Twilight I just haven't read the books um, oh Twilight sucks <laughs> I, I think that's like pretty universally accepted um, regardless but I am I was like I went through Forks a couple of years back. So I told mm-hmm. my daughter, I was like, we'll have to take you through Forks because they yeah. love, they really embrace Twilight there. So <laughs> I know I went there once too. Well, um, I was just on the peninsula to like go hiking, but I went through anyway. Same. Um, <laughs> yes. But the, the fashion show. Yeah. I think it was put on just for Kristen Stewart because I'm sure she would have like bought a ton of stuff. Um but yeah, I love the meme. The meme of the meme like, is really oh funny. God, I forget what <laughs> it was, clapping. but but the very it's from yeah, the because, God I'm such a dyke Instagram account. Yes, go look that up. Yes, God I'm such a dyke Instagram. One account. of my favorite Instagram <laughs> accounts. I also like um, Hot Mespian. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Zeno, pretty good. One. Zeno Warrior Princess is another good one for me. Like, I'm worried. Warrior. Yeah. Warrior. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um yes I love the god I'm such a dyke oh yeah it says women with a smart mouth and bad attitude and it shows Kristen Stewart gazing at the the model yeah it was a woman with a smart mouth and bad attitude and then (laughs) clap 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 clap. oh yes she's clapping she's very (laughs) Um, excited I came across that last night and I like cackle laughed because (laughs) I was just expecting it to be like gazing and then she's like yeah <laughs> like, ah! there's was, so many good photos of Kristen Stewart gazing at women in like a really small way of her, yes especially at Kate Blanchett yeah oh I love it mm-hmm. I love it I was they, I was also it. remembering um because like 98 percent of my brain is Kristen Stewart at the moment um I was remembering the time I was in a room with Kristen Stewart do you remember because I texted you Oh my god yeah because i gay panic <laughs> yeah tell me again I it was forget. in 2019 and i was at AWP oh my god yeah for the i went to a reading so t kara madden was doing a reading um at powell's nadia... like the night before mm-hmm. what that nadia you i forget her name oh lydia yuknovich <laughs> lydia yeah um and so yuknovich. lydia was there because she lives in portland um but yeah, actually, I don't know what's going on with that, but Kristen Stewart was supposed to adapt Lydia Yuknovich's memoir, The Chronology of Water. So okay. probably she's still going to. That kind of thing takes a really long time. But anyway, mm-hmm. I was just at this reading the night before AWP started at Powell's and I look up and I'm like, that's Kristen Stewart. And I was like, I was like that's really her. I was just looking, she was like in a corner and then as soon as the reading ended, she like got in this secret elevator and like disappeared. But then afterwards, I, cause um, I forget, 
I think it was like on Instagram DMs or something. Um, T. Karen Madden, I was like, did you realize that Kristen Stewart was at your reading? And she was like, yeah, she's dating a friend of mine. It's so weird. And I was like, oh my Ooh. God, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. <laughs> of course, I didn't die. But <laughs> You're here to tell the tale. I'm here to tell the tale. Um, I did not embarrass myself by going up to her. So good. I'm proud of myself for not I'm, doing that. I'm very proud of you too. <laughs> So I just awkward. stared like, surreptitiously from the, the other side of the room. Like, you are who I think you are, right? You are. Like, I was like, it's definitely her. And then she disappeared so fast that I was like, well, it obviously was her because otherwise she wouldn't have disappeared so fast. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> this I, went way off track from Tapia. That's season. okay. I was just looking at my notes. There mm-hmm. were some two, two other things that I loved. Okay. Um, so the kids in this movie... Sloan's children mm-hmm. um I love that they are basically sullen all the time um and she the mother Sloan promises them the complete works of Sylvia Plath for Christmas which I thought was just like so funny I thought that was like one of the funniest lines in the whole movie <laughs> <laughs> even Hilarious. though um there was some you know problematic stuff revolving around the children yeah so which I did not pick up on my friend Jill did um my girlfriend I watched it with her and Mm -hmm. basically how it's like the only people of color in the film are the ones doing the devious stuff yeah (laughs) it's just kind of like as soon as they put that necklace in Abby's bag I was like fuck (laughs) Mm -hmm. And that oh, whole did thing that. did not need to happen. I'm sorry. The whole thing with the mock no. ops. It was just an excuse to put Lauren Lapkus in there, which like, I'm a fan of Lauren Lapkus for, pretty much, but... but like, you really, you didn't need to do that. Yeah. Why couldn't she be like Riley's girlfriend or something? I don't know. Yeah, like don't know. just something or like Riley's ex or something. Find another way. Know. Find another like, way, Clea Duvall. Because <laughs> I love Lauren Lapkus too. I think she's friggin' hilarious. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that whole plot line didn't really need to happen Not I at think all. they kind of covered it later with um she's accused again of stealing after the event because now that whole thing was also so uncomfortable where like Tipper was like I can't find my Christmas brooch if it yeah. should reappear on my dresser and I was like this is the kind of thing that like I don't know a white society woman would say to like her black maid or whatever like yeah. I don't know it's just that I just was like ugh, just yeah. don't just don't go down this road please this movie is already so white yeah there was a lot of that I think and that's the part where I was talking about before that kind of like pulled focus for me where I was mm-hmm. like oh yeah okay like this is a little it's making me uncomfortable which mm-hmm. I know that you know I can't live in a happy world all the time but no but <laughs> it's just there's some things that just aren't necessary and that's I mean, there's a lot of things that aren't necessary and there's a lot of ways that we should like fuck up mm. narratives, but. Yeah, so that it just made me uncomfortable because I feel like we're past that. And I feel like even that family, like even like a That's white a conservative thing. family yeah. of upper class would. I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. I don't, I don't think white people are like past anything. No, 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 not past <laughs> but, that. But I think like, I don't know maybe but then again I don't know any of those people so <laughs> I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt <laughs> uh, I don't know if they deserve it no that's true they don't yeah. um the other piece that I want to shout out to my friend Jill about was the social media presence um <laughs> does not track in this film because <laughs> for anyone like Harper would have had like an Instagram account unless she had a finsta she might have Which had a finsta is, she probably did she since she was hiding from her parents yeah so maybe she had a finsta yeah because that was something that didn't really track where it's like well wouldn't she have pictures of like her girlfriend everywhere i don't know yeah maybe. but yeah she probably had a finsta okay that's cleared away now i can feel good about that <laughs> <laughs> i'm like creating a whole like background for these characters um and then the other one big part that I loved was um, Ben de la Creme and Jinx Monsoon 
what? cameo as drag queens, the two drag queens. Oh, um, yes, that was so, a good scene. Yeah, Bendela Krem and Jinx Monsoon are two Seattle. There are youth at the door. There are two <laughs> two Seattle drag queens. I did not um, know they were from Seattle. That's they so cool. are. Yeah, and they are you know super famous. They got famous from RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are both like in their right, like truly hilarious. And they just yeah. have a new, um, every um, year they do in Portland and Seattle, they do a homo for the holidays. Oh, I know about this. I've just never been to it before. <laughs> Same. I haven't been to it and I really wanted to, mm-hmm. um, but they just came out with a movie, like a Christmas movie this year. So I think oh that they, they basically like quarantined together, filmed and yeah, I'm like, super impressed um, I still haven't, yeah I still haven't seen it yet but I love their characters together and how they they work off each other and it's so funny in the movie as well mm-hmm. how they really get them to yeah um, shine yes totally that was yeah. such a good scene also because it was a lot of like goodness between Abby and Riley and it shows you where the party is at always oh for sure it's with the, gay the gays yeah <laughs> clearly yeah with the gays like yeah there's no doubt mm-hmm. um yeah so in general like i thought there were definitely highs and lows for this yes, movie for sure like i felt i felt extreme feelings which i'm mm. not used to usually yeah, i'm just I kind felt of like, a lot of feelings too usually i'm like eh, this is okay but mm-hmm. i think i wonder if it's just because like i was sort of invested in how this movie turned out yeah and that's kind of the whole thing right is like i think everyone was really invested in this movie and so it was always going to cause a lot of discourse and mm-hmm. that's the problem is like there aren't enough studio-backed queer movies yeah that are like mainstream um and it's kind of like this strange friction because queerness isn't mainstream and like it never will be because like the whole thing about queerness is exactly yeah (laughs) so like it's kind of this catch-22 where representation in like the broader arena like matters but at the same time like I don't know it's just like trying to fit queerness into like um these like formulas and boxes that it doesn't fit into and I think that is one of the reasons why this movie like objectively fails yeah I can understand Um, that because I don't know like you can't just make well you can but it's not gonna like make queer people happy when you make the central conflict about coming out and it's like very fraught and like it's like basically turning trauma into humor Mm-hmm. and like I get that they did that because it fits maybe more easily into the Christmas rom-com trope yeah where like there has to be something with the family or whatever mm-hmm. but it just doesn't really translate when you're yeah. like talking about a queer storyline so I don't know like yeah I think it no one checks, was gonna be yeah I think it checks all the boxes for like almost you know a typical holiday rom-com kind of hallmarky movie where it's mm-hmm. like yeah there's a lot of cringeworthy things mm-hmm. that you you're not really supposed to pay too much attention to mm-hmm. because it's not about those things it's supposed to be about you know the holiday mm-hmm. you know coming together as a family or whatever the fuck yeah um but I guess for me it was just it was hard for me to not to see past those things but I also don't know if we're supposed to um I wasn't able to really you know research this very much mm-hmm. all I know is that Claire Duvall said it's a semi-autobiographical story of something yeah. that she experienced yeah which I mean that's totally fine but I also think like I don't know this movie was set up to fail basically on a lot of levels um mm-hmm. because queer people are like I don't know I feel like in general we just question more and like want more nuance and but then I don't know whatever yeah and is I just want more movies like this but not like this like queer movies yeah it's hard to be in the mainstream yeah and pick pick a mainstream genre 
and about something that is not mainstream Mm -hmm. so I can yeah yeah, it is it is paradoxical so it's hard for it to um succeed by you know traditional standards anyway Mm -hmm. um never mind you know queer community standards yeah um which is fine I think it's good to like have those discussions and for me I'm still just gonna enjoy watching Kristen Stewart be cute and gay hell yeah that's what that's that's really what the season's about isn't it it truly is it is now put the case to back in christmas (laughs) only case to christmas from here on out um yeah any final thoughts that you have about the movie Hmm. um i think i just like I love this movie and I hate this movie, but I also love this movie. So I don't know. <laughs> I also hate I can movie. hold both at once. Yes. I mean, exactly. I I love it for a lot of reasons and I also dislike it for a lot of reasons, but that's okay. Yeah. I think my um main bar is that I would see it again. Yeah. So I don't think it's all that bad. Yeah. It gave me something to talk about, which mm-hmm. is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always so tough when we, you know, decide to have a movie on here that we're both like, yeah, that was great. And it was so fantastic. It was so nuanced. <laughs> the end. The end. <laughs> episode over. Although, but- to be fair, we haven't had very many of those. I know. I think maybe like- Watermelon Woman. That's a really good one. Mm. What else was good yeah. that we watched? But I know some people who like really don't like Watermelon Woman. Well, of course, there's so, always going to be people who don't. Exactly. So that's one of those things where yeah. it's like, mm. um, it's subjective. It is. And that's that fine. Everyone's entitled word. to their opinion. Um, blah, blah, blah. Were you able to research at all about this movie? Um, <laughs> I didn't intentionally research anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just like read some articles about it. Um, looked at a lot of memes memes. and also twitter um people are very divided on this film i feel like there's a lot of people who really hate it um Mm -hmm. queer people i mean i only pay attention to queer people anyway so like when i say people (laughs) that's all i mean um just know that they're yeah queer is in there yeah um (laughs) And honestly, I feel like that's more the consensus is that people are more upset about it than they actually like it, mm-hmm. um, at least from what I've seen. But that's fine. Yeah. Um, I mean, it broke a record, apparently, for like um, most streams in a first day of a movie oh, being on good. Hulu. So that's fantastic. Yeah. I'm really glad to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's- Kristen. She just she brings the people a magnet she is a magnet. animal magnetism um it's true <laughs> i don't know a single person who doesn't think that <laughs> and if you don't think that you're not my friend just yeah, right. You're not my friend. <laughs> that's hilarious um yeah i'd be interested to see more of or to learn more about i guess clay duvall's connection to this i hope to god mm-hmm. she was riley in this scenario <laughs> something um, tells me she wasn't something tells me she absolutely was not um i'm sure she was probably um abby and she was surely yeah. not as patient i'm just gonna throw that one out there i highly i mean don't. no one's that i mean <laughs> no one's that patient abby I mean, was I'm very patient but i'd be like i'm gonna yeah i will take that thousand dollar uber out of here i know <laughs> i'm gonna take out a loan so that i can yeah. get away from you get the fuck out of here um anyway but um yeah in general let us know what you think um we have social media and stuff it's yeah, been a little quiet taking a nappy <laughs> um but it will be revivin revive <laughs> such a good word i think Reviv- it's better than revive i just, I just made it we're up. just revived soon. new word um get with it oxford can, english dictionary Reviv- yeah oed <laughs> biatch um yes our email is galpalswatch at gmail.com yeah yeah Yeah. and we have a twitter Mm -hmm. galpalswatch yep at galpalswatch at galpalswatch and And instagram yes at (laughs) galpalswatch oh my god it's been a really long time since we've done this guys um 
but I'm really glad that we are back. We are planning to do one monthly mm-hmm. um, so we can, you know, still fill this gay hole in our lives. <laughs> we were going to make a t-shirt saying gay to. holes or something. Gay holes. We were as a donut. Yeah. Um, we can, we can work on that. Um, yeah. and I think next time we'll be talking about, uh, all the films that we saw, uh, through the Seattle Queer Film Festival. Yes. So stay tuned. I'm sure that they're, um, they showed in your area as well. Yeah. And some of them are streaming. Like I know at least one of them is on Netflix now, one that I didn't end up watching. So. Oh, good. Maybe, maybe I can watch it by the time we watch it do the next one. It's called Alice Jr. I think. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Okay, nice. All right, well, stay tuned for that. Yes, thank you for listening to us talk about this movie. Tell us your thoughts. I'm sure you have them. All of them. Everyone has thoughts about this movie. There's (laughs) people, there's no one who doesn't have thoughts. So about this film in particular. (laughs) Yes, and this Christmas, I'm just so happy that Christian Stewart is gay. 